Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Reconsidering WCW Nitro. I'm Dr. Damien Gibson, and joining me, as always, is the man who only deals in kayfabe and nothing else. It's Sir Matthew Kayfabe. How do you do? I'm good. I'm good, man. Uh, You've been away for a bit, and uh, I don't know, it feels like we haven't talked to each other for ages. I'm sure it's only been a week or something. I feel like we've missed uh, some, like, big stuff happening in the modern wrestling world. And now we're going to talk about basically nothing happening in 1990, May of 1996. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all of this amazing stuff has been happening. Uh, like NW, well, I mean, you won't care about this, but NWA is back. The like we haven't even really spoken about Thunder Rosa and um, no, I think I Britt Baker's match and stuff like that. I so, think I missed um, I missed recording of probably the best episode of Dynamite ever. Uh, yeah, and then you know the poor brother friends just got me going and uh, <laughs> I'm bitching about the referee in the match <laughs> rather than talking about how great. I, the I match can't was. believe you did that. Uh, That's uh, deeply upsetting. You've got. I realise this is a bit sad, and this is irrelevant, and we will move on to WCW in a moment. Um, 
there's nothing to talk about in this episode, so we might as well just you know how I <laughs> company business on this episode. <laughs> you know how I hated John Moxley so much. Yeah. For a while you did. I thought no, you were back yeah, on board so with John Moxley. For the Moxley. first time, I think, in about since CM Punk first like sat down uh with his legs crossed with the microphone. This is a little bit embarrassing for a thirty two year old man to say. But I sort of wanna I wanna be John Moxley yeah. and I wanna be friends with Eddie Kingston. It's like more than just like I wanna like I'm like, oh yeah, like I'd like to yeah. interview John Moxley or like I'd like to watch him in a match. It's like, no, I wanna be John Moxley. He's so cool. Yeah. Like me. <laughs> they are really cool. They are really cool. Well, you've shaved your head. Yeah, I look I look so more like Eddie cool. Kingston. You're than, almost than Eddie John Kingston. Moxley. That's I don't, I don't want to be Eddie Kingston. He's got PTSD from prison. Like that's not cool. <laughs> Um, I've been on the record saying that I think Eddie Kingston's a good-looking dude, so um, uh, it's not an insult when I say someone looks like Eddie. everyone you like is a good-looking dude? You're like, John Tenter, good-looking dude. (laughs) 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 Even I wouldn't go as far as to say that Shark is a good-looking dude. Hey, I don't... All I've said was when you I was sexually a kid attracted watching to rock and roll Jim wrestling, Duggan. I liked Jim. I loved Jim Duggan. I loved his big, jiggly American <laughs> He was boobs. your awakening, and that's cool. <laughs> uh, do we want to just have like a... Because I feel like if well, we go through go the card beat by beat... Um, let's go to Meltzer, then the comms desk, and then we'll just Sounds have a good. chat about this episode. Me- Meltzer the- is... Uh, not right. massively exciting. The biggest thing that has happened is a few days before this, uh, Razor Ramon and Diesel had their last uh, their last matches with WWF, which Meltzer writes. They uh, their pay per view their pay per view goodbye. Sorry, not their last matches. Uh, they, they were at uh, <laughs> in your house seven. Good friends, better enemies, which is cool. Um, <laughs> Razor Ramon went went fifteen minutes with with Vader cool. and lost to Vader. And uh, if you were going to lose a major star, this is how little Vince thought WCW would harm him. Uh, Shawn Michaels defeated Diesel in a no holds barred match for the championship. Like they only just got the championship off this guy. Like this is he's been yeah, going right. for more than a mo- more than two months. I think it's been known that he's going. And it's anyway. That's a the rest of the rest of the in your house good friends better enemies is all right. Like it's Owen Hart and British Bulldog defeated Ahmed Johnson and Jake Roberts, which is some nineteen ninety six vibes. The Ultimate Warrior mm. defeated Goldust. I didn't realize the Ultimate mm. Warrior was in WWF that this late, by the way. Mm. And then he came back around this time. Yeah, uh, the Body he Donners was defeated the Goblins, back. and then Shawn Michaels Diesel. Uh, weirdly, the um the the dark matches are actually like way better. It's Mark Mero defeated the one two three kid. Savio Vega defeated Stone Cold Steve Austin. Hunter S. Helmsley defeated Mark Mero, and the Undertaker defeated mm. Mankind. That's like a, a great card. Mark Mero pulling double duty. Yeah, the Undertaker yeah. and Mankind were on yeah. the on the. It's, uh, it's pretty weird, but anyway, show. back to That's back to Meltzer. Uh, Brian Pillman's just had uh, surgery on his face. Uh, apparently, Hulk Hogan said that he's not going to do any more jobs. 
the way Dave writes is that like every paragraph is just a completely different separate thing and the whole paragraph, all the context is just supposedly Hogan said no more jobs. Then it moves on entirely. Um, there's a little bit on the standards, which is interesting. That's uh, WCW is losing the standards battle now that WWF has gone in the other direction. As WWF wrestlers can use the word ass with impunity, while WCW can't, and WWF can show blood, although it doesn't, while WCW can't. Uh, that's this really going to move ratings, saying ass. It's like, I, I like my wrestlers to say mm. ass, and I'm not comfortable if they don't. Um, the word now is that WCW is forced to be Brady Bunch, while WWF can be the prelude to silk stalkings. Uh, that's a, sort of a weird side note. I think we <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I think we just like, got fuck an the Brady Bunch. Into Dave's silk silk stalking is forever. Right? Um, um, my wrestlers say ass. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a grown man. I could watch silk stalkings if I want. Mom, <laughs> I have to watch the, um, the Brady. Bunch. We mentioned that the, the shark had been the shark had been paid out. Uh, according so to Dave, weird, he's dude. apparently staying, but not under contract, which is sad. Uh, and Colonel Robert Parker is is in the news. Um, apparently, he's dyeing his hair black and will go back to being a wrestler. That just, I don't think that eventuates. Um, all the tapings during this okay. three week, <laughs> uh, during a three week period from mid July through no, early August, no. will be at Disney because of the Olympics. All the Turner trucks will be covering the Olympics in Atlanta and the TV operations are being shut down. And WCW didn't want to shut down, which is pretty fair. Um, and then finally, Dave... Oh, that's the... That's the... Mm. That's their three weeks. Oh, that's Disney, when they yeah. go to... Um, oh, sorry, man. That's when they go to Orlando. All the time. Uh, forever. A yeah. few months ago. But anyway. Um, expect WCW to fairly quickly go to Hogan versus Scott Hall and Giant versus Kevin Nash feuds before the inevitable Giant Hogan match. He was wrong. Oh, also, the Giant turned twenty-five in the week <laughs> yeah. leading up to television. Twenty. Yeah, now he is a hundred and twenty-five. Yeah, wow, he's so young. <laughs> no. Have you watched any God, of him no. on? Um... Have you? Elevation, A.W. Dark Elevation was it to Kings of Mykonos. I watched the first episode, yeah. I felt like it was our duty you just call me a sack of shit on serious air, wrestling journalist to be there when the show dropped. Yeah, but it you was were fine. Like, I was like, I haven't watched it. And you were like, no, well, I said I a serious wrestling journalist. As adults and good. I feel like I've been called out. I feel like I've just been named. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's like, well, at least one, you know, now it's going to sound even worse. Well, at least one of us watched it. No, it was just, I I had like a spare two hours. It, the first thing I said when I flicked it on, I like looked at the runtime and was like, two hours. Is he any good? <laughs> so I was pretty much all out almost immediately <laughs> as soon as I turned it on. He's okay. I think he can improve. But I still, I still think Jericho is the way to go if you're going to put a, a wrestler, you know, on commentary. You could probably put uh, Christian in there as well before Big Show, <laughs> which is kind of uh, bad because Big Show was signed almost specifically to be a, a um, 
a commentator. He's not awful. He's not like the. I mean, the English boxer dude who shows up on Dark from time to time. No, I don't know. I don't watch Dark, man. Uh, he's sorry. just some rando. He's like this weird kind of like. I don't know if he's trying to be Conor McGregor or. You mentioned Christian before. Do you ever read his name as Christ Ian? <laughs> or is that just me? No. Uh, no, I don't. Okay. Because I don't look at my name and go, damn, Ian. <laughs> When, I, when I'm I spelling my name. The old Ian Dam. Man, my Zoom keeps flicking from Zoom to my desktop. Anyway, um, should we get into this episode? I don't, I, don't, I yeah, really don't think it. that... I mean, if there was very little meat on the bone last week... I'd, there know, was a, this there could was be a, a qu- better match this week. Yeah, yeah, true. Let's get into it and we'll see where it leads us. Uh we're at the comms desk. Uh, we're in Daytona Beach, um, and uh, we'll see what the comms desk has come as. Uh, Pepe's come as Gene Kelly from A Night on the Town. Uh, Eric has come as a goth Ned Flanders. It's the best I could do with Eric. Uh, Mongo uh, has come as a young Dr. Frankenstein, and uh, Bobby's come as the ama- amazing Jonathan. If anyone who watched Hey Hey It's Saturday between 1985 <laughs> and 1995, you'll know exactly who the amazing Jonathan is. Um, there's also a really good documentary about him on the road as he's dying of cancer, um, which is a very sad film, but a very good film if you're looking for a sad, good documentary to watch. <laughs> um yeah, the first match. I'm really, I'm really not feeling this episode, man. The first match is uh, Macho Man uh, ends up killing Hugh Morris. Uh, I, I thought this was all right as far as in ring was concerned. This was the escalation. I mean, as far as these, as far as these two guys are concerned, I it's hate, the best you're gonna get. I hate, but Hugh I thought Morris. the, I, I thought the, yeah, I know you hate Hugh Morris, uh, but I thought the. At least we got some escalation. Because for weeks they've been talking about how crazy Macho Man is. At least this episode it was like he, you know, beat up some referees and, you know, like at least did some crazy... Like in the last two or three weeks he's just been hitting wrestlers, which is a wrestler's job, right? (laughs) And they're like, no, Macho Man, stop being so crazy. Stop it. Stop it. Stop wrestling. But uh, at least, you know, this week, I mean, not that I like to see... Referees picked up and thrown around, although I wouldn't have mind that on Dynamite this week. Uh, the, um, you know, like it storyline wise, it was like, okay, Macho Man is actually starting to lose his mind a little bit. But that's all I got out of this opening segment. <laughs> I just hate seeing you. Have you got anything? So much. Like, I just. To I, add, having he was a thousand percent jobbing in this segment, time. though. I Even then, him. you still hate it? What is he? Uh, so his gimmick in the Dungeon of Doom is just that, like he's crazy. Is that like because when he comes out of the ring, he's just like, ah, ha, 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 ha. is that? He's the man. He, scary or is that what it's meant to be? I'm I'm asking. I don't man I'm genuinely laughs. like don't really understand it. I hate him so much. I hate <laughs> that. Him. Seems to be. I'll tell his you gimmick, what, when right? he got done at the. Uh, <laughs> When he got um, done in the uh, 
for bullying people at the WWE Performance Center. I never like I don't get on the celebrity cancel train. I was I was so happy when oh, when that's Bill became a disgrace. I've just I've just connected the two people. You know what I mean? I've disconnected Bill DeMott and Hugh Morris. I didn't I've never Oh fuck. Right. Yeah. He sucks. Yeah, he was he a real dick so much. in WWE. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what he, was it he that was he was doing trainer, in... Which is amazing. What was he actually doing at the Performance Centre? Like, just being a... Being yeah, a yeah, but, I mean, what I'm was he doing sure. to the kids that them. got him fired? Yeah, right. which is So ridiculous. just doing old school... he's the man who laughs. ...wrestler... You know, like the, all the stories that you, Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, you should be nice to everyone, right? If you're Hugh Morris. Yeah. He, well, like, he should be just like, I'm really happy to have a job because I was not a very yeah. good wrestler. It's weird how many uh, people you would consider not very good end up being trainers, especially in WWE. That seems to be a real, mm. like, uh, A-train. Is a trainer? Do you remember A Train? I'm, uh, I remember A Train. I remember his uh, Lord Tensai. Lord Tensai as well. More. Yeah, yeah. He's played many characters at WWE. You can take your pick, really. But uh, like he, I liked when his name was Prince Albert. When he was named after a <laughs> metal Albert's rod the best in one. a penis. Yeah. <laughs> it's so WWE. But yeah, like it's it's, it's it's penis needle. He's coming. Like they have guys like uh, you know. There's guys who are hanging around all the time, like Hunter and Shawn Michaels. And, and I know they have other jobs, but you get to WWE and you're trained by Prince Albert. You know what I mean? It's like, is there any chance that I could maybe get some in-ring training from Shawn Michaels? No, but we've got someone almost as good. He is A-Train. It's bizarre. <laughs> it's bizarre, right? Like, he might be really good at it. I don't know. But um. Is that what happens at the performance center? Is that where they, are they being trained how to wrestle in the WWE style? Is that like yes the point of the center? Yes, and that's all it is. Like they're not. Do they get you know? Is it like a footy club where it's like oh we think you might have potential, but we'll get you in the performance center for a bit and see. How you I, go? I don't know, man. I was only there for a little bit of time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering. I'm just I'm just interested. It's more interesting talking about this stuff than pretty much anything on this episode. <laughs> um We do have a good match between well, actually I was a little bit disappointed in this match considering who was in it. Uh Jushin Thunder Liger versus Dean Malenko. Only in the sense of like it didn't go long enough. It only went for what five, six minutes, if that. I, I, yeah, like it, it, it went, um, it went at nearly nine minutes, but like it could have gone significantly longer. Oh, oh it felt way shorter than that. Um, Dean Malenko gets the win, which I thought was weird, seeing that they'd gone to the trouble of getting Jushin Sunny Ono all the way over from Japan to put Dean over. But anyway, I think they probably it looks like they're gonna maybe try and have a program with the two of them. 
Yeah, I, like, it's just, it's so, like, Dean Malenko's such a good wrestler. And every time I see him, I'm just like, why wasn't this guy the biggest, like, like, why are they having Jim Duggan versus the Giant when they've got just, like, this absolute murder wrestler who, you know, is just mm. being brutal. And I know he's not exciting, but, like, I just feel that he, a little bit more effort and he probably could have got over. I think I, I there are times, and I think we'll probably come to them pretty soon, where, like, he, he is exciting. Like, he can cut a promo and stuff. And the, like, when you listen to podcasts and stuff, like, the word about Dean Malenko, because he works mm. as a trainer at AEW now, and the word about Dean Malenko is that he's, like, hilarious. He's this hilarious guy who's always cracking jokes and everyone loves him and blah, 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 blah. And that the, you know... The Iceman, Man of a Thousand Holds gimmick was exactly that. That's not I mean, it would be a bit full on if he was. So that, it's like, well, it would have be been. Fair. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> he never talks. He never smiles. Um, but it would have been interesting to see him try a gimmick that was more yeah. to his own personality, right? He might have 100% got it over. It would have been nice. But, you know, he's little and. Wrestling promoters aren't, they, you know, they never learn, but they're just never willing to give little dudes a chance. Even though the very rare occasions that they do, they're usually the best wrestlers that come around. Dean Malenko, Chris Benoit, Eddie McGregor. Uh, Eddie, Eddie McGarrow. Jeez, we got to say Eddie McGregor. <laughs> I don't know who McGregor. that is. Like, <laughs> Eddie McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> you know Eddie McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> Scotland's best ever wrestler <laughs> behind Drew McIntyre. <laughs> um, the only other thing I noticed from this was uh, that Sonny Ono is the... Bobby the Brain said that Sonny Ono is the Donald Trump of Japan, which I'm sure and Sonny pro- would have probably been means delighted to be tagged as. Uh, yeah. than, than it means now. Yeah. In 1996, uh, yeah. But even then, I found it interesting that, like, he had managed to convince people that he was this brilliant billionaire businessman, you know, just, like, one of one of the great bullshitters in, in human history. Um, and th- I think this is probably why I'm so uh, about the whole episode, is that it's very Rick-centric. Mm. Uh, he comes out, he's sitting at a dining table with woman and Liz, uh, blah. Then he cuts a promo, he hits on Deborah McMichael again for the fourth week in a row. Uh, he he's, gro- he, he's gross, he's problematic, he's Ric Flair. <laughs> and then he fucks off. I am <laughs> so on the edge with this Ric Flair shit on Nitro. Like, I can't, I just can't. I think the half of it is me being super impatient because I know that Something Scott good. Hall and Kevin Nash are on their way and we're about to get the whole reason like that we basically started mm. the podcast was so we had an excuse to go back and watch all this stuff. Um, but it's also really poor. Like, I'm not oh, being a dick. This are, these is are really, really poorly really bad. And These are, these are all, shit um, episodes of wrestling. These are all, like, delayed into, like, insane time slots because of uh, the NBA. So it's like they're not even trying. Like this is the second week in a row 
uh, the mm. giant defends his WCW World Heavyweight title in a depressing main event. Next week we're getting another one. Like it's just like it is just like they are not trying at all. Like Hulk Hogan's gone, and they're like, let's see how bad we can, like how how shit we can just go. <laughs> it feels like they're tanking, right, to try and get a number one draft pick, but there's no draft pick. <laughs> uh, fuck, talk about um, tanking. Oh, there was a Sting and, and Stephen Regal match that was okay. Stephen Regal's very good at making okay mm. wrestlers look very good, and I think that's what happened in this Sting-Regal match. Um, but again, it just felt very short. Like, it didn't... It was like, ah, oh, that was okay. But nothing really stood out to me uh, in that match. And then Meltzer doesn't mention anything, or maybe we'll get this news next week, but he doesn't mention anything about Lex legitimately being late or anything like that. In Do we think that this is all part of kayfabe, that Lex Luger was running late well, we would blah, get blah, blah. or do you think Lex so Luger has fucked I, up like, and then they've Lex, just written like, that into the, the back, story? the history of Lex Luger, I suspect Lex Luger's fucked up and they are, like, trying to publicly shame him. Yeah. When he gets to the arena. Yeah. That's what it felt like. There was this weird, I don't know, this the, this whole match, they felt like there was this weird passive aggressiveness to everyone's body language and behavior. Uh, and it was the only way that they it, you could explain Jim Hacksaw uh, being it, involved it, in a, a main event, yeah. let just, alone I, I a just couldn't believe match it for the championship. They... It's just so bad. Right? Like... <laughs> It, yeah, I mean, like, I'm kind of sorry, guys, because both of us are like, but there isn't, there's just, yeah. uh, let me go through my notes here. So, Jim Duggan shows up uh, instead of Lex. That's confusing from a start, from the start, right? Giant dispatches him in about four minutes, it feels like, chokeslams yeah. him. Then uh, our old friend uh, Cobra comes out. Remember Cobra? He was like in one of the first or second episodes that we teased him about. Uh, he comes out, gets choke slammed. There's another dude who I literally could not work out who the fuck it is. He gets choke slammed. Alex Wright comes out, gets choke slammed. So this is to build up the giant. Okay, fine. Then Ric Flair appears with an old like beach chair from Brighton Beach, circa you know 1928. <laughs> uh, smashes that over the giant's head. That doesn't really do anything. Uh, then at the same time, Sting comes out, jumps up on the ropes, uh, jumps on the giant, manages to get the giant into the Scorpion Deathlock, is trying to roll that over. The giant gets out of that, goes up it to Sting, it was definitely and then Lex Luger jumpsuit. appears in one of the most sensational. Is that a one? Was that a onesie? Is that a onesie jumpsuit workout jumpsuit that? <laughs> It is right. <laughs> Would you if I if I track yep. that down yep. on the internet? D- depends on and where. Bought it. But if I, if I knew size, I had to do a run in, I definitely would. Would you? Would you wear that out? <laughs> <laughs> that 
They'd be like, look at that, a gym. that fellow. He's I want you dominator. to wear it to a gym um, and walk he's, in. Is that the like world heavyweight you champion? Know no, everything there is about lifting weights. Skinny, six foot tall <laughs> man, middle aged man. Yeah. But the last, like, uh, couple of minutes really suggest that, like, this was all being done on the fly, right? Because Eric's, like, Eric's talking at the same time as Mean Gene. Mean Gene's mic isn't working. Nothing has been worked out between Sting and Lex. Like, Lex is trying to talk to Sting. And, like, on my, when I, like, looked at the yeah. timer, there was 16 I seconds left the of the episode. the most interesting thing from this so episode it, it's was either got to be a, a fuck up on Some WCW. Some called Ray Stevens, who, according to Wikipedia inspired generations of villain wrestlers who've uh, attempted to emulate his ability to provide high quality and heat generating matches. Uh, he died at age 60, three days before this show. And they had like an in memoriam Ray Stevens. Donations can be made to the Cauliflower Alley Club mm. with a with a phone number. Have you ever seen anything like this before? Mm. No, no, I didn't know whether to bring it up or not because it was like, oh, well, there isn't really much that you can joke about with that, you know, unless it's just a, but dude, uh, Eric was quite emotional, like talking about it. And so was Bobby and, but no, I've never seen, but the other thing as well, man, and here I go, <laughs> here I go wailing on WWE again, the, the company's run That's by true. a fucking psychopath. So, you know, like. The only reason he puts those in memoriam things at the beginning of Raw and SmackDown is because people would yeah, lose their mind if they didn't. I think he's, I think he's a weirdly didn't. emotional but, weirdo, though. You know, I think he's just a bit maladjusted. You could tell him that one of his like own of children had died. Know how to deal he would with just go straight back into his office and start writing wrestling. In again. my opinion. <laughs> Which is actually very similar to. I wish I was feeling either rage or anger. Um, while I was watching the ra- show, rage and anger are the only boredom and sadness. Only emotions that he ever feels. Every time I see Macho Man at this point, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> like, he just looks. Yeah, but like something. Macho Man looks yeah. so disgusting. Like, it's not like he's. It's not like his <laughs> his body is basically the same, but he's wearing exactly the same 1983. Macho Man, Ric Flair, the Giant, Lex Luger, so confronting. It's like when you see Sting in AEW now, yeah, and you're like. Uh, that like at least he's like you know he's like I am a sixty year old man. Yes, I have some grey hairs. I'm not gonna like jet black my hair. Whereas Macho Man, the jet black wall balding, like he looks like he looks like a carnival friar tuck. Like <laughs> it's just it's it's not good. And like I know it's gonna only get worse, or mm. well, not worse, but weirder, which I'm sort of into. <laughs> No. Yeah, it just, I don't know, I I can't work out, I mean, there just doesn't seem to be any forward planning going on here at all. Like, they've put the belt on the giant, and then, again, like, the same thing that I was bitching about last week, I'm bitching about this week as well, where it's like, who's Ric Flair 
So Ric Flair's feuding with two people. He's feuding with the Giant and Macho Man at the same time. That makes the no sense whatsoever. To, now that the, the giant Giant's beaten Ric Flair for the belt, the rock up the hill have the Sting's got a meaningless championship. A championship match at the next pay per view. Why not just have a Sting Giant? It's like they know that they've got a mid-carder from the WWF and the lowest-drawing champion of all time from the WWF coming, and they're just like, these guys will make things better. Yeah, but you can still do that and be feuding with Sting rather than Ric Flair. Yeah. But they do, though. That's the fucking Only bizarre a- thing about wrestling, is that on paper you'd be like, "Yeah, well, I mean, that's probably why Vince if wasn't that worried." You know what I mean? Like, Bret Hart's oh no, I lose Diesel. As well. Shit, that's a that's a and Razor Ramon. Like, I mean, there would be a part of yeah. him that's like, "Oh, well, that's annoying," but like, you know, it's <laughs> not going to hurt me that much. Yeah. This is yeah, a very man. uh having just finished Jim Ross's book, there's a lot there's a lot in that book where it's like, oh my god, it's just it's just the worst. it would have been it has always been and so always I, will I be the worst place in the world podcast, for wrestlers to work they, uh, at. No matter who you like and who you really don't like. Amusing. All of them are um, all having the, the one thing that you can guarantee when you're watching SmackDown or Raw guy. is that everyone um, is having a horrible experience. If, if all Tony Khan really wanted to fuck with Vince McMahon, like the, because wrestlers at WWE are independent contractors, uh, they're not employees. Uh, therefore, like, if they wanted to go wrestle for AEW, like, they absolutely could do that. Just, like, they could be in contract with WWE. They could say, well, I'm breaking the terms of our contract and I'm going somewhere else. The reason why they don't is because it's, like, an absolute complete Mm. nightmare to do so and they know that, like, breaking the terms of the contract, like, just breaking the contract themselves, Vince McMahon would spend millions and millions and millions of dollars uh, in court to the point where you know, these people would would be absolutely destitute, even if it turned out they won. Like it would be an anor- it would be a test case. Um, you know, if Tony Khan wanted to, he he could match Vince McMahon, 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 uh, Vince <laughs> Vince McMahon, and uh, just just you know have his own little uh, fund for wrestlers who want to get out of their contracts yeah. and get told no, where he just supports their legal fees. That would be great. (laughs) Yeah. The contract... The way that Vince has done contracts has always been very smart for him and WWE... But it's just although at you know, this point it's just the giant so for awful. WCW it's could just be, so awful, especially it would be when you consider like doing that. what these people do on a daily basis to make money for it's WWE. It's not like they're going you in need a special, and sitting down at a like desk and typing out spreadsheets. Like yeah, that would be. <laughs> do you want to hear? Even we just talked about the WWF. Do you want to hear what's on the WWF? <laughs> Where he just comes to the ring, sits down at a desk, and starts typing away at a. At a word processor. <laughs> <laughs> He'd need a giant keyboard, yeah. 
<laughs> it's more interesting than WCW at the moment, which sucks. You know, at the moment, at the moment, the thing that we're trying to disprove, kind of, that's sort of kind of the theme of the podcast, sort of, uh, yeah. that like WCW is the, really uh, great. Well, let's, and let's see what's on the other channel. We got Mark Merrow not, with Sable really defeating the one, two, three is kid not with Ted holding up. The first six months, I Davey think it Boy was, Smith and then the last Cornette like three Diana months Smith or so has been Fatu really difficult. Especially the last five, six weeks, uh, it's been not good. Skip and Zip with Sunny defeated Techno Team 2000. You laugh, my mm. friend, but that includes Eric Watts, Cowboy Bill Watts' son, Dead Shit Son. I'm into that. Uh, and Anything with the British Chad Bulldog, Fortune, which is a sick Bulldog. name. Um, so I, I personally um, want to go ahead and back uh, <laughs> what Chad the Fortune. Fuck is Techno Team um, 2000? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, it is pretty cool. Can you guess? Can you guess what? Uh, so he went to WCW. Um, Chad Fortune feels like a douchebag ESPN courtside reporter. Like technically gives. And we go down courtside with Chad Fortune, who's speaking to LeBron James. Do you want to guess what his next job was? Thinking with WCW in mind. No, it's not a it's not a, it's not a wrestling job, but it is adjacent to WCW wrestling specifically. He becomes a monster truck driver. Chad Fortune um, he opened the power plant. Like he's like no, a, al- the head also genuinely the his plant. name is Chad Fortune. Like it's not. Well, oh, we could uh, ask JD Fortune, except hosts he's like a currently radio show missing. WCW. Or um, oh, I don't know if that's true. I just assume so. He was li- oh, last time I checked his shit. Wikipedia, that's which so I probably was more never recently think than I'd that like much, to admit. Really? He was living in his car in Canada. He was the that's... best singer of In Excess. I wonder he if he's JD Fortune's dad. And it's very sad. Don't know who that is. Oh, what? Oh, oh God! I hate stories like that. What about uh, Mark Williams? There was the remember the guy that sang that "Show No Mercy." Gotta give him. He was like one of those weird mushroom artists that like popped up with like one song in the late eighties in Australia. <laughs> there was like a massive hit here for like six weeks, and then you never heard from him ever again. Except he would show up on like the um. The midday show and hey hey it's Saturday and stuff because Gadinsky would just force him down people's throats, you know. Like he's the kind of guy who was doing like covers albums. Like he had yeah, that one song I, and then he'd be like, Mark Williams sings Motown, Mark Williams sings Barbara. And he like lead singer. I think um, he did like two gigs within excess. It was with that period where like they had like uh, John Stevens, Mark Williams, like they were going. Uh, well, he pr- he they were dating a whole bunch of different lead singers until they. But he's certainly better than uh, JD Fortune. Uh, 
I'm not a Michael Hutchins fan, so I don't know why you're trying to. I feel like you're trying to whine me. Like I'm going to be like, how fucking dare you, Michael he, Hutchins he, he is was a musical genius. Uh, he was. He did that really, really repugnant. There's some really repugnant songs. The song Afterglow is well, one of yeah, the least. Because he's the singer of uh, sexual sex <laughs> Fortune is written. a. It's like you know, it's one very of, is like, a reality it's very disgusting. TV person. Um. Yeah, yeah, please do. Um, <laughs> the same as Adam Lambert and Queen. Um, anyway. Hold on. We're not finished going through WWF Raw. Oh, you tell me you work for a guy. Go on. <laughs> I'm going to check mm. that out on the way into the city this evening. <laughs> I will. Oh, man. I had I worked with a guy who like legitimately, uh, he. Oh no! I just wanted it's this is current to this is con- concurrent to what we're talking about. Who uh went and saw Queen? He li- I, he listens to this podcast, so he might. I don't know if he'll get offended at this story or not. Have you seen? But he's legit. We used to have arguments about it all the time, where he would legitimately say that Queen with Adam Lambert was as good as Queen with Freddie Mercury, and I would like. Tut in disgust at him. But and would, have you seen the him. Beatles play with Julian Lennon? And most things we actually agreed on, but that was like you can't. He he just can't loves Queen until you've seen it with Adam Lambert and kept saying to me. But until have you, you heard him sing and play guitar while Ringo plays drums and George Harrison no, plays guitar? No, I don't need me. to. It's Freddie fucking Mercury. That would be like if the Beatles reformed with Julian Lennon and someone was like, "Oh no, they're actually better oh, now I'm sorry, with Julian but- Lennon." People people fetishize Freddie Mercury, but Adam Lambert is like a <laughs> no, slightly better I don't version need of Freddie to. Mercury. I would agree. I've heard Julian Lennon sing and play guitar. I know that it wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> no, this. I feel like I'm having the same argument that I used to have with Trent. Shout out to I'm, Trent. <laughs> I'm sorry about this, but I've been uh, while you've been talking, I've been looking up JD Fortune. Um, he's currently doing a project <laughs> called Rockstar Reunion that seems to be. This is why I wasn't going to say uh, anything. A bunch and then of I decided to Rockstar say anything because I was like, well, this will God, at least pump some passion like into the podcast. There's a lot of <laughs> What's men a very not wearing passionate shirts. podcast. We'll be like, well, uh, let's just talk about music it, it and we'll end up great. having an argument about wait. something. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for uh, for Rockstar Reunion to come on. A lot of low cut shirts, studded belts. Um, Anyway, it's one one of the great TV shows of all time. In excess, uh... I think they're making an album. <laughs> oh, no, of it's like a crawl. Oh a crawl no, they're having a reunion. Sketch. Well, it seems so. <laughs> they're not very clear. But according to JD Fortune on August twenty third, twenty twenty, he's posted. Uh, I think we should have a reunion concert what, what, in honor of it being I don't 15 years ago. I started rewatching so what, they episodes all get of back together and just So talk, many amazingly like, talented understand. people, both in. What sort of a person is like? You oh, know what? right. First of all, August 23rd, 2020, in some other stuff songs? was happening in America that might have made a reunion concert difficult. Um, but who would have been watching that and just been like, you know what? I think there's a big audience for yeah. people that are. <laughs> But, like, who's, like, well, come on, like, you know, we've got a, 
We've got to see the the guys. We've got to see Marty KC and JD Fortune from Rockstar in Excess finally um, get back on stage and sing uh, Lithium by Nirvana again. Um, his his post calling for a reunion concert got 148 likes, 27 comments, and nine shares. Not if he was supporting uh, Fozzy. Later on, he posted a a, supporting quite Fozzie. a confronting dyed hair <laughs> selfie. Well, it's on it's on Facebook. It's he's it's it's on his Weibo. Um, he uh he says he's um he he asks his audience um whether he should cut or leave his hair, and if he leaves it. He'll stream the pro. If he cuts it, he'll stream the process. Um, the top con. <laughs> was that on Parlor or? I don't know because oh, right. Michelle Landau was like, <laughs> I always kind of liked it longer, so don't do anything too radical. Wait a sec, we're not finished raw yet. Okay, um, the under. Oh, someone, some random person. It's someone commenting on uh, on JD Fortune. It's just a real person. I'm not sure. I should have said her name. I think. Um, I think she always likes hair more... longer. Um, so she well, hopes look, he doesn't do anything. We too... have more fans than JD Fortune does. Hmm. I want to. I'm going to change my surname from Kayfabe to Fortune. <laughs> I'm sick of this bullshit. <laughs> Who who's that? Who is Michelle Landell? Is that no, the, one of the I trainers wanna... from The Biggest Loser? I'd need to I'd need to marry JD Fortune to really get the fortune. Oh, name. okay. Um, it, the the this oh, raw. Yeah, we're not saying anything yeah, bad we'll, about I'm Michelle. Not, that's not going to happen. We're just saying really. that we're bigger stars um, the, than the Undertaker JD defeated Owen Hart. So that's that's a pretty good. Do I need to? Uh, Mark Mero defeated One Two Three Kid. British Bulldog <laughs> I'll defeated Tattoo. I'll do it. If you want, that's what you If you want to, if you want to change it to so Matthew Fortune. Dude, it's it's a wrestling podcast, so you can just have a face turn where you change your name. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing about Techno Team Two Thousand is that their their pro wrestling fan site <laughs> is wearing futuristic in quotes silver. What and does that even mean? Outfits. It's not even. <laughs> Like Vince and Bruce would have loved yeah. it as well, you know what I mean? It's like, ah, oh, it's so now, it's the future. It to be fair, it's the only time a year has been mentioned before it's happened in the history of wrestling. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the line Fortune retired from wrestling to Te- drive. What are they calling trucks. it? Techno te- Techno Team 2000, is that it? God, that's the worst and best wrestling cool, name man. I've ever heard um, in my whole entire uh, life. And the, the ratings. Gonna, so what are you, you watching? Know, in you a week's Raw time, I'm going to be WC- back yeah, here on the podcast going, well, the, can we change this into a well, Raw podcast? The ratings, and, uh, Raw pulled in a 4.1. <laughs> Nitro pulled in. <laughs> we'll be sending you YouTube Ra- clips of Techno Team 2000 buy their T-shirt from Pro Wrestling Tees. They weren't going head-to-head, but yeah, yikes. This was... That's sick. That's awesome. This, this, this that's what Medusa does as well now, right? Raw. Fuck Nitro. Fuck Nitro. <laughs> uh, is it? Holy shit. 
Yeah, that's exactly no, what it deserves it's, it's, at the moment. <laughs> it, oh, yep. No, no. Well, they're still they've still got matches for so May yeah, May twenty so seven. Scott Hall's going to appear on Nitro. So yeah, got I mean, a couple more episodes. We know things are going to get there. better, but it's still a little while off. Where what, what month are we in now? Uh, May. So it's this it's this month that they for show. All your, we'll, we'll, we'll be up to date with some more JD Fortune. It is. I might Scott reach Hall out shows to up JD in May. Fortune and see. I, it might even be the next. It might even be the next episode. Uh, I don't know if I re- we really want JD Fortune. Maybe maybe Chad Fortune can come on. <laughs> anyway, guys, like and subscribe. Follow the podcast. <laughs> it's never good. And see if we can get him on the pod. Tony Blair. <laughs> no. <laughs> I believe so. Um, holy fuck, man. Uh I I do love talking to you about wrestling, but these Nitro episodes, every it's the same. And like the thing is, like every week I sit down and go, well, maybe this one will be good, and it's just, it's just not. It really isn't. Anyway, let's wrap it up here. Things are only going to get better, uh, in the immortal words of, uh, I think it was William Shakespeare who sang that song. Um, <laughs> it was Tony Blair that sang it. Yeah. Uh, uh, rate and review guys a lot of you guys supporting us on YouTube which is really ace um, uh, tell your friends about it um, rate, uh, give us five star ratings all that kind of thing um, but until next time brother friends Pepe is dead I don't even remember why we say that anymore <laughs> <laughs>